0: Hi, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Indeed. Yes. So welcome to this week's Padilla in the Know. We are at the London West Hollywood today. So just living it up here in West Hollywood. It's wonderful. The hotel life. This is the best. I love this. Well, and we're so excited to have Robbie with us. Thank you. love Robbie to death. So Robbie, I met a Long time ago, Indeed. longer than we'll confess to, yes. Um, back when I was on Hallmark's daily TV show called Home and Family, yes. And you have just been up to so much. So oh, I'm gonna let you, you fill us in on all that you've been doing.
1: Well, I mean, Amy was actually one of the first to put me on television, national television at that. that yeah. being on the Hallmark channel with Amy, we did a few seasons together on yeah, there too, we didn't did. we? It was fun. And you know, going on there as a beauty expert has just allowed my career to blossom and flourish beyond my wildest dreams you know working on various morning talk shows talking about beauty trends what's happening the great products to use has given me such great joy that we've actually been able to parlay that into QVC which is my biggest dream so you know working on QVC representing the longest-running beauty brand on QVC that is Nick Chavez uh, he's been on for so over good. 30 years now. So to be a part of that legacy is really such an honor.
0: It's incredible. So, I mean, I think that QVC is one of the things that we're going to talk about today, but truly what we're focusing on is talking about brand representation totally. and like the kind of the do's and don'ts of that. Yes. So whether it's your company and you're representing your own brand on yes. air, or you're hiring someone on your behalf to yep. speak to your company. And that's what you have to do sometimes. Yeah, Totally. Yes. I feel like there are definitely some ins and outs to it and just a little bit of best practices. So I thought that's what we would chat about today Great. and learn about all those things. So I think one of the balances that you strike particularly well is you're able to speak to the brand and you're able to talk about what they do and what the value is within the brand, yes. but you're able to do it in a way that's so authentic to you. Thank you for that. And I think that's sometimes can be a missed skill. So can you tell us a little bit about how you marry yourself to the brand so it's authentic to you, but also okay. really beneficial to the brand?
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's something you really have to do, especially you when know, I try to speak about these brands, that you don't want to lose yourself. That are, you come, like you said, be like a talking head sometimes, you know, yeah. that you're yourself and you're just conveying what you love about this product or brand to the viewer. And it's really easy as that, that you do have to have a little personality and still be yourself or yeah. it can kind of go mundane and be rather dry. But having that little bit of pep, that little bit of spunk, that little bit of personality that makes the viewer tune in or listen because you as a viewer, you know we're doing the dishes, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're cleaning the house, that when you hear something with the TV on in the background, something a little more exciting, it, it gets you and you yeah. you stop, you pause, you look, oh, you know what is he or she talking about? You got to have that little something extra that can bring the viewer in and yeah. stop, wait and listen to what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. And why do you think it's so important? to always be yourself first on camera?
1: You know, authenticity is key. And these days we're so uh, knowledgeable as viewers, what we're watching, if it's authentic or not authentic. So the viewer can see that and if you aren't being your true self, that then relates back to the brand you're representing. Yeah. All right. So they're so going to discredit you and they're going to discredit the brand you're representing at the time. So that's why you absolutely have to be yourself on camera because ultimately we'd love to watch people that are just being themselves.
0: Yeah, it's true because you feel connected to them yes. and you feel like you can not just relate to them, but you can see some of yourself in them, and ultimately that marries you to the product.
1: That's exactly what it is. Well said. And that's
0: the goal. That That is the goal. Obviously, to marry yourself to the product. So, a lot of brands are turning to to people like you, like Mm -hmm. spokespeople, to help them represent their brand better on television. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about what you think brands should be looking for when they're finding someone to help represent them on camera?
1: You know, and I love that question because the spokesperson should really mirror or be so similar to the brand that As a spokesperson for the brand, you want the brand ambassador to truly embody the brand. That if you're looking to sell some sort of accounting software or something like that, you aren't gonna have a a bubbly, crazy person talking about, no, you're gonna get someone who's a lot more serious and can talk about numbers and analytics and everything like that. But if you're selling something uh, more fun and bubbly, you're gonna want a fun and bubbly person to truly represent your brand to its core. That there really shouldn't be any disconnection between the spokesperson and the brand the spokesperson should basically be on brand.
0: yeah that's so smart Um, how do brands typically reach out you know brands reach
1: out it's kind of a two-way street really that I sometimes reach out to brands that I feel as though would love to be in the market and that I could be a great spokesperson for but others that have seen me on TV will reach out via Instagram email social media a lot of times they go through a PR agency as well that when I first started getting in touch with a beauty PR firm was really crucial for my being on TV and success and what have you because they yeah. already had the brands ready to go. They just needed that spokesperson that all too often on Instagram, I've had young hairdressers reach out wondering how can they get to my level of being on TV and whatnot. And that's what I tell them to do. Reach out to your local beauty PR firm yeah. because they are always needing TV personalities to put before morning television shows and everything yeah. like that. So. Uh, do your research and see where are these brands going for PR and then in turn you could be an asset. To the brands and the PR
0: company. Yeah, I think that's really smart. And I think it's also really smart to think about it as being an asset to them. Absolutely. So you're being someone who can speak engagingly, speak responsibly. Yes. You're fun to work with. Yes. You know, you show up on time, exactly. all those sorts of things. And I think that goes a long way because I know, particularly with PR and, you know, when I used to be a producer, you have so much on your plate and yes. you just have so many things going on you're all totally. the time. So you need people in your corner yes. that you can call and you can count on. And who are able to make themselves available kind of at the last minute because a lot of things on TV happen at the last minute. It's so true. So it's good to have someone who kind of gets it and yes. understands the structure, but also is great on camera.
1: Absolutely. So. Yeah, you need to have that. I mean, the last thing you as a producer have to worry about is is he or she going to be able to talk on camera? Mm-hmm. Are the nails going to be done? Is the hair going to be perfect? Do they have to have the hair and makeup? Producers, that's the last thing you have to deal with. You need yep. to arrive camera ready. Hair, makeup, nails, everything needs to be done all the time because you are representing that brand and you need to represent it to the best of your ability. You can't have anything distracting like a wonky nail or an errant hair because that is going to go against the the (laughs) integrity of the brand. (laughs) Exactly. Get your nails done. So true.
0: I live by that. Don't don't trust people who don't have their nails (laughs) done. It's so true. So how can someone representing a brand, any brand, their own brand, someone else's, avoid Sounding like a talking head. And not, avoid not sounding authentic.
1: Well, I think really just bringing things back to the present moment, yeah. you know, working with the host that you're presenting with, perhaps having her try out the product or the brand, whatever it is. That, you know, us as spokespeople, we're always talking about the brands, always doing it, always, you know, testing and trying new things. But how fun to get the host to interact perhaps. and try this product and really just make it interactive. Because if she's loving it, then the consumer's going to love it as well. Yeah. That all too often getting the other person involved and having fun and being cheeky with the host. Just makes it brings you back to the present moment, and you're you get out of your head, you get out of the the constant. Uh, Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? I What's love? going on? Whether I yeah. look up, like? yeah, everything yeah. like that. So. Yeah, I think it's
0: easy to get lost in that. Yeah, so totally. It's good to like have some tactics to kind of help you get out of it. So what? I know that you have been on everything from morning news all through national shows all the way up to QVC. Yes, how do you keep the energy and enthusiasm high when you're talking about a product and not let it wane? Because. It, I find that it's so easy on camera to be on, on, on for the first like twenty seconds, yes. and then all yes. of a sudden your energy just crashes exactly. once the adrenaline kind of drops a little. Exactly. It's so, so how clear. do you like push through some of that?
1: You know, I think you just have to have fun. You really need to be aware of what you're doing next, what the next step is going to be, all while staying present and in the moment. For me personally, it's rehearsal. You know, yeah. it's talking in front of the mirror and really having your words flow and go, and to speak about the product knowledgeably. That way, you don't really have to worry about uh, oh what am I gonna say next what's going on but in order to keep the energy up it's just fun you gotta have fun with it you really need to let your personality show through and we're just having a good time and that's all it is because you're right sometimes the energy can drop and that's where you really have to shake things up
0: I think that's such a good point too about rehearsing in front of the mirror Because I think a lot of people are really nervous about seeing themselves on camera and a good trick or a good tip to try it out, like obviously you can video yourself on your phone. Great idea, But yes. the, the mirror is great because it allows you to say it a few different ways, exactly. a few different styles, and watch it back in real time and be like, oh, do I look weird when I say that? Or do I seem to step in like robotic? Or is this fun and engaging? flow and go and everything like that that if you're rehearsing in your head
1: what you're gonna say it doesn't often come out that way yeah. out of your mouth so that's why it is so crucial to rehearse in front of the mirror that's Catholic school 101 right there yeah. I remember sister Terry I used to read at mass and she always told me this is a young kid you know practice in front of the mirror close the door be by yourself yeah. and just practice get your yeah. get your words flowing get them going so this is something I been implementing, you know, ever since I've been a public speaker. So I love
0: that. So totally I love use the it. Catholic school tips. Yeah. yeah. We don't get many of those. I do think that's another key tip, though, is that when you're saying it and you're rehearsing it, mm-hmm. you're not just memorizing the sentences. Yes. You're really committing the information to your mind so that way you can be present in the moment when it's being taped. So that way you're able to have an actual conversation about it, but you know the stuff that's in your head. Because when you try to memorize a sentence or a talking point or a bullet, that's when you sound robotic.
1: Exactly. You're so right that it gets gets all befuddled in your head and everything Mm -hmm. like that. And I also think a key thing when I go into different brands, I mean, when you're on a show, they give you a list of five to 10 brands at a time. It's really finding what speaks to you about that product and then conveying that message. Because when you're live on morning TV and you try to think about, oh, the sentence or whatever, or the ingredients, you can get lost, you can get confused. But by actually honing in on one key thing you love about this product, you don't have to think about it because it's what you love and you can easily talk about it without having to double take or think about it really.
0: Yeah. And honestly, when you're on TV, the time goes so fast and you usually only have um, two minutes or sometimes three if you're lucky. And so you just want to hone in on that one component allows you to be enthusiastic exactly allows you to get a great point yeah. across and if yeah. you're excited about it chances are someone watching is going to be excited absolutely. about it absolutely
1: absolutely and then the host will yeah. be
0: excited and then it can yeah. kind of
1: snowball and you guys can continue talking and building on how much you love this certain aspect about the product yeah. and so on and so forth
0: yeah and it becomes a real conversation yes, and it, it, it doesn't does. just become you like yeah. regurgitating yeah this has vitamin stuff. E this has this, this has uh-huh. it's like no yeah yeah so tell us a little bit about how you got into doing television and working with brands and building this into a career
1: well you know it's been a journey it's been a i would say a 10-year process close to a 10-year process but i started off on youtube i was on a makeover show on youtube called make me over where we would make over 13 to 17 year old girls as they were in high school so i got me comfortable speaking into the lens and talking to the viewer about different tips and beauty, yeah. whatever, pointers or what have you. And then Home and Family came along, so that was a lot of fun, that we had fun on the Hallmark channel. and it's then, its own TV circus. Exactly. It really is. We had such a great time on there. And then I started representing a brand out in Australia, so I'd be flown to Australia every three months, oh, talking wow. on the Home Shopping Network down there. And then Nick Chavez, the longest running beauty brand in America on QVC contacted me and asked me to be their spokesperson. So this has been happening for the past year now, working on QVC, and I'm so grateful and absolutely loving it.
0: Amazing. Well, let's actually talk a little bit about QVC. So for anyone at home who got, or any of our viewers out there on the internet who don't know, QVC is a very unique experience. So it's quite different to being on a national television show or on a local news segment. Um, It's very much its own animal. They definitely cast you and yes, you have to go sure. through a process and you yes. have to be approved mm-hmm. and because it, you're not just up there for like two minutes and you're talking about your one thing and then you're out and there's a consistent host who's like always moving you on to the next segment. Yeah. You're up there and you're up there for like 30 minutes yeah. or 40 an minutes hour, or an I mean, hour and you have to fill this time. Absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit about what the vetting process is like at QBC and also what the experience of being on camera is like at QBC? Oh,
1: well, it's very exciting. I mean, QBC is like you said, it's a whole entity. It's a whole village in that they are filming 364, 24/7 around the clock. That there are no commercial breaks or anything like that. You're always live. It's always on air. Sometimes you're filming at 3 in the morning. Sometimes you're filming at 6 a.m. Sometimes you're filming at 8 o'clock at night. But you always have to be ready. The energy has to be up. You have to be on point. And being a hairdresser on QVC. And a spokesperson, I actually have to get there three hours beforehand and do all the hair, making the hair perfect, TV ready, which is, you know, energy draining in and of yeah. itself. And then to go on air and speak eloquently about these products, it really is a rush. And it's hard to fall asleep sometimes afterwards because you're so energetic. But as far as the vetting process, they were very particular mm-hmm. about how to present a product versus how not to present a product. Um, a little. I don't know, trade inciting tip is that they're always touching. You'll notice that mm-hmm. whether it's you know a can of shampoo or you know whatever it is, there's always this caressing going on. There's always a touching, there's a tapping. Because if she isn't touching it, then you, the buyer, aren't going to touch it either. So, so I thought that was a nice little tip and trick that, that I learned. And of course, storytelling. That storytelling yeah. is a big thing in creating that relationship with the viewer. That yeah. if you get on there and your only goal is to sell, she's not buying. But if you're able to layer the selling with a little storytelling, selling and storytelling, selling and storytelling, then that creates that rapport. That creates a relationship and then she'll trust you and then she'll buy. That's how it works on QVC. But in essence, it's a numbers per minute business. And if you aren't making those numbers per minute, they have it down to the minute, how much you're making, what are you selling, how many items are moving, if that's not working, you're off air they're on to the next one so you really need to be on point and you know thank god it's um, been working. I mean, <laughs> so that's, that's good.
0: good. I can't imagine it wouldn't with you. No, thank you. I do think it's really, I want to go back for a quick second. I do think it's really interesting what you were talking about with the storytelling and yes. the layering, the selling within the storytelling, yes. because I feel like that is also a hallmark of successful digital video for a brand. Totally. Is that you're telling the story of your brand. Yes. And you're telling the story of your community and doing that through video, doing that through stills, obviously, video more for me because that's what the medium that I work in. But I do know for statistically and through Google Analytics and all the SEO numbers that video that tells a story and the product almost becomes the second exactly character in that Absolutely. story versus the front character yes that video performs infinitely better is
1: that so interesting because mm-hmm. you can relate to that I mean not everyone can relate to the product that they're first seen for the first time but they can relate to another human being having human experiences
0: yeah, yeah totally and I think it's such an important thing as a brand to think about when you're looking to partner with a spokesperson yes. that you want to feel that you're partnering with someone who can authentically tell your story and tell so right. the story of your brand in the boys that that brand should be represented in. Yes,
1: I agree that, you know, it all comes down to the spokesperson and if they are able to convey this relationship with the product with the brand and just truly embody it then of course you're gonna totally soak in what they're saying and absolutely love it because it makes sense it's on brand it's a person you now trust because you can relate to them and if they love this product why wouldn't you love it too
0: yeah at least give it a shot (laughs) so tell me a little bit about how brands can best be go about being considered for a larger format experience like a QVC?
1: Well, QVC, I mean, there's so many different ways to get in and you have to be ready for it. That some may think, oh, it's the end all be all, but I mean, they are moving large, large quantities of products. And if you aren't up to speed, then you're going to be overwhelmed and it's just, you'll be uh, swallowed up by this huge, huge fish that you really have to be ready and the numbers have to be there to crunch. You need to have quantities and products and inventory available to give all of America. I mean, the sales, she is buying. Do not sleep on QVC because (laughs) it is still a very, very viable market. and I mean, the money that comes in and out of there is insane. So if you have a brand and you're thinking, oh, I would love to get it on QVC. You want to talk to a buyer, find a buyer at QVC and really. Then you can start to crunch the numbers. What do you have to have ready to go? And look at other brands that are selling products similar to yours, perhaps, and see how they do it. What are they doing? I mean, constantly reinventing with new scents, new products, new lines, that it's not selling the same thing every time on QVC, that the QVC buyer is very sophisticated and they know what they're getting. But yeah. I feel like all too often we think of, you know, the old cat lady in the Midwest or, you know, whatever it is, right, it's, but it's not like that.
0: on in the background in a nursing home <laughs> exactly. or something, but that is not the case, no, like they she are- is a
1: very savvy buyer. <laughs> yeah. She knows value and she knows a good deal.
0: Well, and I think that's the thing particularly with the internet. Yes. So you can comparison shop and QVC is clutch at offering people really great value for money. That's true. And they run deals that are exclusive to QVC. Exactly. And I think as a as a consumer but also as a brand, it's important to take that into consideration and understand that the discount isn't necess- isn't necessarily what's going to seal the deal. It's yes. the experience with the brand. Absolutely. But being able to offer a unique discount allows you to move more products, but you do need to be ready.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: mm-hmm. it's like a snowstorm. Exactly. You the know? value
1: is one thing, but value is a dime a dozen on QVC, that if you're on Q, obviously it's going to give you a good value. But having that wow factor, I mean, a before and after can do wonders for your brand. Yeah, Absolute wonders, especially you know something that you can demo live whether it's erasing fine lines or giving instant volume to the hair, that there are so many different tricks, little tips and tricks as far as creating the ultimate before and after. That sometimes I know, all right, I'm about to put this hair care, Nick Chavez, in this woman's hair. The hair is going to explode. It's going to get big. And you just know that the phones are about to ring off the hook the minute you put this in the hair. It's like you you have this weird uh, energy that you just, you know it's going to happen.
0: It's such an interesting thing, it must be such an interesting thing for you to have those live minute-by-minute you know To see like the numbers in. and the ticker, it's yeah. exciting,
1: it's definitely, it's an adrenaline rush for sure, but you know what works and you know what doesn't, so that yeah. way you're able to gauge your technique and, you know, what's working for you and what's not, and that's the benefit of QVC, yeah. but of course on morning talk shows, sometimes it's not like that. Yeah. You know, you don't that's have a, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't, the, they aren't calling the network to get the, you know, the moisturizer yeah. <laughs> that you're talking about at the moment, so that's why you really need to Uh, Be patient, engage, and know that you're planting seeds as far as morning television is concerned.
0: Well, and I think that brings us to an interesting point. So what would you say constitutes a win for Uh, a brand on national television or a digital segment or something like QVC? Because they're all such... Different platforms and different verticals, yes. and while they're fairly similar in a lot of ways that you're on camera and you're talking about a product yes. and you're interacting with the host and all exactly. of that, they are actually quite different. They are,
1: they are, and you know, to, to kind of quantify when on QVC, of course, you're selling the product, your numbers per minute are up there, you're hitting the goals with what the buyer wants you to do. Well, on say a morning talk show, it's a different beast in that. It's a wonderful thing. First of all, if you get your product on morning to be congratulations, that's wonderful. It's yeah. so like I was telling Amy earlier, visibility leads to credibility, which leads to profitability. So that's a really, really big deal that just being, <laughs> so just being able to see your product for someone to see your product on morning television is nice because that's a little nugget they'll keep with them in their head. Mm-hmm. And then when they're shopping in the aisles or shopping online, they may see that product and of course it will ring a bell and it's a done deal, God willing. Uh, but really, Amy, when it comes to winning on national TV, I think getting the host to engage with the product, having a host play with the product, yeah. having those golden nuggets that then you you can then use for your social media platforms and stretch them out. Yeah. You know, having a good thirty second bit on morning television can then be spliced up. You can do it on your stories. You can do it on your Instagram. That this is something that you can take and use to maybe get on a bigger show, perhaps. That if you're on your local morning news, who's to say you can't be on the Today Show afterwards?
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, that it's kind of in the vein of taking content and finding creative ways to recycle it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like QVC, it's taking talking points and finding creative ways to represent them and repackage them so that they have a different spin on them. And you can see them with different eyes and it brings the interest back. And I think the same thing with your brand, that... You know, it's not everything can be that QVC phones ringing off the hook yes. in the moment. Those yes. moments are amazing yes. and everyone wants yes. them. I would love that to happen with the kids. Please buy now. Definitely get the kids. Um, but I also think Uh, Particularly in the digital space, it's a slow burn, and you know, on average, consumers are interacting with a brand nine to thirteen times before they purchase anything. Isn't that amazing?
1: Nine to thirteen times—that's like wow.
0: And so you have to find creative ways to keep showing up in the conversation, and that can be through stories, it can be through lives, it can be through posts, it can be through working with influencers or spokespeople. Like, totally, there are all these different ways to do it, but you do have to find a way to just kind of keep showing up over and over again, and you have to be okay as a brand with recognizing that it's a slower build, it's a slower burn. And this isn't the ad campaigns of even five to ten you know, five to seven years ago. Five months ago. Yeah. You know
1: that like, things have really, really changed and progressed. Mm-hmm. And what are your thoughts? I mean, I have personal experience, but when sending like A brand, for instance, sending products, you know, you have the hopes that an influencer may use it, but what about uh, attaching a monetary amount to that, you know, paying for publicity? What do you think of this?
0: I mean, I kind of think it's a double, it's kind of back and forth. So. Mailers are great. Mm -hmm. Um, The problem with mailers is unless you're like a huge company, you can't really compete with these like visually insane mailers that are going around now, like to editors and to producers and whatnot. And I mean, they'll send like, a lipstick that's literally the size of a human and you open it and it's full of like every color they've ever made I mean it's just like crazy stuff oh, wow. that that's they're able a, to do It's yeah, wild. Like it. and so obviously people are gonna video that and they're gonna put it on their stories and they'll unbox those sorts of things because it's such a spectacle it's such yes. an amazing thing to totally. see Totally. and you know also like people love personally stuff things that are monogrammed yes. or have their name on yes. it or whatever and like that's always really a good way to make sure You know, the product winds up on someone's story. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, As far as attaching money to it, obviously, I haven't been on that side of the thing. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like it works for some brands and I know that people do it. And, you know, it's definitely a way to go about it. It's a a form of endorsement. And I think as long as you're, you know, honest about it and hashtag adding and all that kind of stuff so that people know that there's an exchange going on. I don't see anything wrong with it. I just think it's, you know, it's a different way of going about it. But I also know, like, it's, the market is a little cut and yeah, sometimes that's what brands are doing to make sure that more eyes are getting on them. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. if you have to throw a little money at the situation, so be it. Uh-huh. You know, get your kits, get your PR team, get your spokespeople to work for you because ultimately that's what we want to do. We want to get your brand out there. To have it be in everyone's hand and everyone's cupboard—that is really what it all boils down to. And getting it in front of the eyeballs, those two wonderful balls in your face, oh to look at, <laughs> to look at your brand and see it on TV—that is really where the magic happens.
0: Yeah, but I do also think that you know, as a As a company investing smart in a smart way and having some strategy behind it and not just throwing money at whatever is around like having a purpose and an intention behind what you're doing will go a lot further in the dollars that you spend. It will go a lot further in the. And the work that you're putting into this marketing campaign and really aligning yourself with people who understand your brand and are excited about it and yes. can represent it in the way that it should be represented, be Amen. it on camera or as an influencer or as a PR, you know, they're representing your brand too. Yes. And, you know, I think it's, it is about ultimately about doing your homework and knowing with wide eyes, like what yes. you're getting yourself into exactly. and being ready for that. Exactly. You know, like you don't want to pitch yourself to QVC and then they're like, oh, well, this is great. We have like a hundred thousand units of your product. I- you're and like, you're like, uh-oh. you're like, haha, I have 300, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have
0: these 300 samples, what? Exactly. <laughs> like, you're not ready,
1: wow. you know, yeah, so right. and so
0: it's just, yeah, doing your homework and being mm-hmm. ready for the opportunity so that when it happens, you can jump on it. Because how awful would it be for QVC to call and then you can't make the products? You don't have the inventory. Exactly. And you have to miss your chance.
1: I know. And then you think of like that movie Joy where Mm -hmm. she had the product but she had the wrong spokesperson talking about it. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, and it's such a testimony to how important it is to find the right fit and find someone who understands that space that your product lives in. Yes. You know, like, I don't know if you said it or not, but you, you know, you're a stylist as well. So you really understand that space yeah, in a way that's very authentic it, and you can speak to it because you know what the problems are.
1: Yes, exactly. You know, doing hair for over god 12 years now that it makes sense to me for me to be in the hair care range, which is exciting. But then having been the spokesperson on different morning shows talking about beauty, the producers see you as... More than just a beauty expert that yeah. that that could then transition into lifestyle expert, which has started to happen recently as well So it's exciting yeah. that once you hone in on your expertise Expertise let that explode and have so much fun with it yeah. because when the viewers Consumers see you as the expert. They're gonna then attach other opportunities or other brands totally. to your name as well
0: Well, and I think it's also not being afraid to be a little vulnerable on camera and tell people your story yes. and be honest about mm-hmm. it and tell share your real experiences yes. because by doing that not only does it make you more human mm-hmm. but it also shows that you're multifaceted absolutely you know, like you there's more going on than just one thing exactly which is true for everyone no so. yeah,
1: we have to reveal when you reveal something about yourself you relate to people and hopefully that re- Relating will create ratings as well, right? You know I love
0: that. This is your secret talent. Is Robbie is the king of sound bites. Alliteration, like, all that alliteration good stuff. All, day, yeah. all the <laughs> yeah, sound exactly.
1: so I good. love it. I love it. I know a good line when I steal it. So. Yeah. <laughs> So
0: So, tell us a little bit about um, where people can follow along and catch up with you and find out all the wonderful things that you're up to. Oh my
1: God. Well, for sure follow me on Instagram, Robbie LaRiviere. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a fun year. Follow along. We're going to have a good time. We have a lot of weddings this year, Amy. Love that, love so I have nine that. weddings to attend. I would love to take you guys oh along God. with me. A lot of fun, a lot of fabulosity. And then QVC representing Nick Chavez. We're going to go all over the world together. So it's going to be a fun, fun year indeed. So
0: exciting. Yes. Well, is there anything that we forgot to cover that you wanted to bring up? I just want to know, Amy, just
1: how did you come up with the name
0: of Oh, this is a good one. I'm curious. (laughs) So um, I started the company a year ago, but probably a year and a half ago, I sort of had it in my head and was mulling around ideas for names and stuff. And was just sort of Googling things and whatever. And turns out that Padilla is an old Greek word that like ancient Greek, like very old. That means intellectual creative collective.
1: Okay, so, perfect. which
0: is what I actually want to create. So you already have. I want to I mean, make this is
1: amazing. Yeah. Is really, really so special. And I
0: feel like the name really sums up everything that I yes. want the company to be. I yes. want it to be a place where people can feel safe asking questions and learning new things and collaborate and be totally. creative and support each other and really understand that there's more to it than just. Winning the winning the trophy and like yes. you know making the billion dollars in the box office on the weekend—it's yes. actually a way to develop community through creativity. It
1: really is. And then
0: on a side note, it has the word "paid" in it, which well, is you that. know we love we that. We love that. So. Yes,
1: absolutely. You know, <laughs> we love both. I was curious how you came up with that. So that yeah.
0: really really makes sense. Yeah, so that's it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. For those who don't know, I have more education than anyone should ever have and had to take Latin in high school. So well, there you it have kind it. of joint it sort of merged out from that. But well, well, yeah, fine. that's how that's how it came up. So. Oh, well,
1: this has been so much fun. This thank, has been thank you so, so fun. much. And thank thank you. you.
0: This has been great. And yeah, you guys follow Robbie has Instagram is the best. It's the most entertaining handle on the internet. Absolutely.
1: You know, being a friend of Amy's and everything like that, any questions you guys have reach out to Amy. reach out to me that I love helping young people in this business to further themselves and get in front of the camera and share themselves with the world. It's one of the best things you can do. And if the news anchors and cameras aren't following you, Use your phone and get on there and start filming yourself yeah. and putting yourself out there because people need more positive digital content in the world. That's for sure. It's totally yes. true.
0: Well, this has just been a joy. So thank you so much again for joining us. Thank and you, you guys, Amy. thank you for joining us. It's always so nice to see you all here. And we'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye. bye.